Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the KevTechify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at configuring Ether channels. We'll be discussing configuration guidelines and LACP configuration. This episode is part of my series on switching, routing, and wireless essentials. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify. Let's get this adventure started. There are some basic guidelines you should pay attention to when you're configuring ether channel. Now, the first one is the ports have to be configured and support ether channel. For most switches nowadays, yeah, it's a given that they will support it. But if you are dealing with some older legacy equipment, you do have to look and see, hey, does that, does this device support it? Some of the older Cisco switches, probably a decade old or more, but I know some shops out there have them, do not support ether channel. So verify that you do have equipment that can support it. You have to have the same speed and duplex on there. You have to have the same speed, 100 meg, gig, 10 gig connection. You have to have the same duplex, full duplex, half duplex. Now you have to match your VLANs. And what we mean by match your VLANs is assign to the same VLAN, those ports, if, if they're access ports, because the physical ports can either be um, access ports or trunk ports. If they're access ports, they have to be assigned to the same VLAN. All, all the ports on the one switch have to be in the same VLAN. All the ports on the other switch have to be in the same VLAN. Or you configure them as trunks. All of them have to be trunks on both sides of the connection. Also, if it's a trunk and you're, you're allowing and disallowing some VLANs across that trunk, it has to match. You have to allow the same VLANs on one side as the other side. If those don't match, that ether channel won't form. Even if you're running an auto negotiation that's set to auto or desirable, it won't create that ether channel because there's a mismatch here in your range of VLANs. That ether channel can be configured as it's an access mode, trunk mode, or routed mode, or routed mode, or routed port. Okay, most commonly, Everybody in industry, I shouldn't say everybody, but almost everybody I know of in industry configures their ether channels as trunks. Let multiple VLANs cross there. They don't have to worry about that. I'm very hard pressed to find a real world example where you configure your ether channel as an access mode. Maybe if you're connecting up to a server and you have all your servers in a separate VLAN, that might work. Uh, but it's, it's very rare you do see an ether channel configured as an access mode where only one VLAN worth of information go across. Or you can set it up as a routed port. Today, for the last couple of years, routed ports and your ether channel isn't that great. But going in the future, I, I think you're going to see that more and more frequently. Now, configuring ether channel. Here, we're, we're going to configure LACP for the auto negotiation. First thing we, we have to do is specify our interfaces. You can use the range command here. You can use the range. So right here in this example, we do interface range fast ethernet zero one to two. Now it's, it, it's important to note that you don't have to use contiguous physical interfaces to create a logical ether channel. Now, what do I mean by contiguous? It doesn't have to be port one, two, three, and four. It could be port one, 5, 12, and 18. 
you could take those four ports and create one logical port with them. So it doesn't have to be in a con contiguous numbering. After you specify what ports, then we create our channel, our port channel interface. And so we start off, it's, it starts off with channel group, then you give it a number. What number do you want? And then what mode? Remember how we talked about the configuration modes? This is active. So this end of this connection is sitting there saying, hey, I wanna make a connection with you. I wanna make a connection for you. Very chatty. Once you've done that, then you go into the port channel and you configure it. You don't go into the individual interfaces. So up here, we used fast ethernets, zero, one to two. Down here, we go into that port channel. That port channel is the one we just created right there. And so now we can go in and configure that and we say, okay, you're a trunk and we're going to allow this. And that gets applied to all of the interfaces. And so that's how we go through this creation. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuring ether channel. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and of course, depending upon what platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All of my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on switching routing and wireless essentials. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on switching routing and wireless essentials. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.